You're listening to the Quince podcast. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Wasn't that what Mark Antony said in Julius Caesar? Well, I might not be Mark Antony and this might not be a Shakespearean play, but this is season 2 of Vishnu Ki's Secret Life and I accidentally drank a ton of coffee, so we are back with double the energy. On season 1 of Vishnu Ki's Secret Life, I showed you how to eat better, sleep better, lose weight faster and basically hack your way into being the best version of yourself possible. Now I've been experimenting with a lot of things since season 1 ended. New supplements, new exercises, different approaches to eating and what not. So when my editor asked me, "Vishnu, when are we doing season 2 of your secret life?" I was like, "How about now? I'm ready." But 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 in this season, I thought I'd try something different. I thought, "How about I take my experiences and my experiments to an expert?" Yes, you'll be listening to a lot of experts on this season so that both you and I can get more bang for our buck. And why stop at an expert? I'm all set to meet and interview people who have also sort of tried what I have tried, so we'll get a better understanding of what I'm talking about. So now with all the disclaimers out of the way, let's begin season 2. Stop me if you've heard this story before. The festivals are here. You've had a few weeks of eating good, rich food, mithai, cake, and other delicious things, and suddenly your clothes are just a little tighter. Aww. I don't know about you, but I'm usually happy when the winter comes because I know I can hide any extra weight I've gained under a big jacket. Aww. And usually around this time of year, the weight does tend to pile on, doesn't it? Hi and welcome back to Vishnu Ki's Secret Life. The show where you learn something new through my own experiments. Today we're talking about how to get back on track when you either stop a diet or you fail on the way to your goal. I wanted to talk about this because despite everything you heard on season 1 of Vishnuki's Secret Life, despite knowing all the ways and all the science behind it, I defaulted on my health this year. Yes, I have to confess. I ignored all the lessons that I'd learned and that I taught you and put on like 10 to 12 kilos and then I was sad. I also went to the doctor. Don't we all hate visiting the doctor? And I found out that my cholesterol was a little high, my sugar levels were a little bad, and basically my health was headed down a dark path. So I thought, let's take a step back from my own advice and speak to a nutritionist and an expert in the field. And that's our first guest on this episode, Kavita Devgan. She's a nutritionist and a weight management consultant. She's also the author of Don't Diet: 50 Habits of Thin People and Ultimate Grandmother Hacks. See, unless you have a strong motivating reason to be healthy, it's not going to work. I also spoke to my brother Vivek, who recently got back to being healthy after steadily gaining weight for the most of the last 2 years. 
Hey man. Hey man. Excuse him cuz he's a little sleepy and maybe just a little hungover. <laughs> Now growing up, both Vivek and I have been overweight or obese for most parts of our life. So today, me, Vivek and Kavita will tell you different methods to get back onto a healthy routine if you wandered off the path and found your clothes tighter than usual. Three people and three methods. Because remember, nutrition and fitness isn't a one size fits all approach. So, Kavita, tell us what is the first thing someone needs to keep in their mind when they're trying to get back to a healthy lifestyle. See, the first thing a person needs to understand is that living or trying to live a healthy and a sustainable diet is it's a path which is not black or white. So, don't take it as all or nothing. It is something which will come with practice, right? So, just keep going at it if you fall off the wagon which you will and everyone does so you're not the only one the only thing you can do is get up dust yourself and then get moving again if you start feeling guilty about it or if you actually start berating yourself about it that will do more damage than possibly that small meal out which got you off the track you know did There's a saying that I love which goes the enemy of the perfect is the good. Now try to stick to your fitness goals and plans but don't put yourself down or don't berate yourself when you fall short by a little bit. Aim for 100% which is good and if you hit 90% that's good. It's better than doing just 40%. So aim for that 100% but don't start criticizing yourself too harshly if you make a mistake. You're human and it's normal to give in to temptation once in a while. So Here is your first takeaway. Find a strong motivating reason for why you want to do this. And the second takeaway, make a health plan that's easy to stick with, which is sustainable and is right for you. So, Kavita, how important is it to have a strong motivating reason why you want to get back to good health? See, unless you have a strong motivating reason to be healthy, it's not going to work. You need to know whether you're trying to outrun your family history of uh, bad health issues you need or you need to uh, know whether you want to you know you have a aim of trying to run a marathon or even a small short term goal of wanting to uh, be able to you know win that um, what is that race called in the offices when you have that not that uh, chair game uh, musical chair musical chair yeah. game you want to win that mm. and you, the next time it happens in your uh, office mm. it could be any reason any motivational factor ideally one or two long term goals mm. and one or two short term goals maybe fitting into a very nice dress that you saw somewhere you know even that or getting your uh, waist a uh, inch or two lower so mm. these could be short term goals long term goals could be that you don't want to get high blood pressure like your dad or you want to outrun the or avoid the run of arthritis in the family mm. you know so you need to keep these motivational factors right up front and these are the wise mm. that need to have right there mm. which can help you for me the reason was that my cholesterol levels were really high my sugar was borderline diabetic and i was feeling dizzy and lightheaded all the time My brother had a different reason. 
so his started with a bad breakup so uh, my whole fitness thing started because uh, well i was always a, a chubby kid and a chubby adult i mean chubby is the polite word for fat i i've been trying some sort of diets and uh, throughout my life where i just keep losing weight gaining weight in the middle etc and uh, of course now i was heavily motivated because uh, i had just come out of a relationship and like most people i think that is a strong trigger um, uh, but the thing is uh, it's more than that you know see i turned 31 this year and uh, i see people getting sick as they get older and are not able to do things so another reason for me to be a little more serious about this weight loss thing is because i realized that i might not be able to put the effort which i had to uh, to do this maybe in a few years you know i might just be too sick to try to work out or exercise or um, so that was another fear so apart from the weight loss uh, sorry apart from the breakup this was also a, a big reason and uh, yeah i've just started on it right now so let me see how it goes whether you're outrunning age bad genes or just want to fit into new pants give yourself a strong reason why find your reason do you want to fit into a nice new outfit or maybe you're sick of being tired all the time find your reason and let it be your guiding light Now you understood how to get back on track with your health which is one part of the puzzle. Now how did you end up here in the first place? It's important to identify that. Did you notice when you started to feel like you needed to get your health in order? I asked Vivek the same question. Uh yeah, so the main uh, the time I noticed if you ask me when did you really notice that your health was declining? It was when I realized that uh, I was getting knee pain, leg pain. a back pain even if i did something you know something light even mild exercise which was more than just simple walking i i'll immediately start getting knee pain and uh, i'd start getting back pain and so that's when i realized that the boss your your health is probably getting really bad and uh, i should do something about it like i said before you know before i get too old to not be able to do something i should start something fast and that is when i kind of realized and also see food was definitely an addiction is still definitely an addiction for me and uh, uh, recognizing that was a big big step acknowledging that it is an addiction is a big big step i mean it used to be something uh, i used to joke about hey i am a food addict but uh, it's not really funny because it can screw up so many so many aspects of your life including your social life uh, the way your health is your confidence and uh, so food addiction is not a joke and i i'm a food addict but i'm a lot better now with me the reason was plain and simple complacency and arrogance I knew how to lose fat, I knew how to become healthy. I was so confident that I always felt like, "Ha, ah, I can do it later." It could be some other reason for you. Maybe it's stress. Maybe it's because you're not sleeping enough. But whatever it is, 
identify the reason first maybe you can relate to this for me i used to eat to deal with stress or personal problems plus i'd have cheat days which would turn into cheat weekends which would turn into cheat weeks and before you knew it you're eating a kilo of ice cream with a spoon and wondering why your pants won't fit anymore right yeah so the first thing is when you do get off the track and you do make a mistake which makes you fall off the diet or if you you know just fall off the healthy eating pattern that you've been following the first thing that you need to do is find out like you said the why find out why that happened how that happened and what was the mistake that you made because unless you answer these three questions and get the answers to them really analyze them you're going to find yourself in the same situation a further down the road you'll make the same mistake again so you need to learn from the experience so for in for example in your case you need to really figure out why all your accounts went haywire what were the mistakes you were making and why were you making them again both are important what and why and how you know so once you know that you were making these mistakes and the reaction of that were all this haywire going haywire of your accounts in the body then you can start putting them back in order but if you like for example decide not to do anything about it and just say okay i'm going to go back on the healthy track again then probably a few months down the line you'll probably make the same mistakes again you getting what i'm trying to mm-hmm. say so the fact is learn from it so that you don't repeat that mistake again life is like that you make mistakes but you learn from it and keep moving on it's the same with health My problem was that I had restrict foods like rice, sugar and junk food to eat only on my cheat days which made these unhealthy foods like a treat or a forbidden thing and obviously the moment something is made forbidden or prohibited it becomes so much more interesting right so when I did get the chance to eat it I'll tell myself it's okay and eat like there is no tomorrow I would go all out and binge as much as I could and then I would feel like crap later my brother's approach to this at least the weight loss this time around was a little different i'm going to let him walk you through it yeah so i have lost uh, around i think 14 kilos since march since april and one th- and i don't know i mean if you look at it it's not that much probably like what 2 kilos per month uh, but uh, it is quite sustainable and i'm not finding it really difficult so if you ask me what i am doing differently now that made a difference in its helping me is i gave up cheat meals or cheat days so what used to happen was i would be all you know controlled with my diet all week and then on saturday i just binge because that was my heavy workout day and then it would push me back by at least half the week's effort more than half the week's effort so yeah i would say if you want to do something differently give up cheat meals man because i know there is some science which says cheat meals will reset your metabolism and all but if you look it up actually it doesn't really reset your metabolism that much uh, i'm not saying give up all the foods you like just eat whatever you want but eat less quantities that way i don't really you know need a cheat day or a cheat meal which i'm looking forward to because like i said before food is an addiction and when you look forward to it when you reward yourself with food on one day for all the effort you put uh, the whole week that is you just feeding the addiction again so i would definitely say give up cheat meals give up cheat days eat whatever you want every day a little bit 
it's a little funny that both Kavita and Vivek mentioned this because personally my approach has always been one of elimination not restriction because I tend to always overdo things if you give me a little bit so I preferred eliminating not restricting now restriction has worked for Vivek it's still working for him and it's worked for most of Kavita's clients which brings us to the next big takeaway is there one specific way to approach health and weight loss see again i will not be so rigid about it there's no one right or wrong way for uh, you know to get healthy and stay there that's the most important thing stay there but at the same time there are certain basic rules which i personally feel work better rather than trying to do the let me try this now let me try that approach I don't believe really in counting calories. In fact, when my clients ask me also how many calories are you giving me, I don't tell them because I personally don't think that they need to really bother or worry about something which is so arbitrary. Calorie science is not proven yet. These are all vague approximate figures that we are working with. So I don't personally take them that seriously. So I personally believe that when you're eating, if you replace a bad food with a good one, the calories take care of themselves it's as simple as that so instead of telling somebody don't eat this i would much rather tell somebody that just eat this and you can only eat so much in a day right so if you start eating more of the good fat the bad fat bad food good food i'm uh, you the uh, the bad food gets crowded out naturally without you having to worry about it or obsessed obsessed about it you just replace foods like that so that's the first Uh, thing that I work with. Second principle that I work with is what you were speaking about elimination. I don't believe in elimination again. I personally believe that there is no food which is bad. A food can only be bad if it is had in bigger quantities. So there's no good or bad food. It's only the quantity which is bad or good. So you can have everything that you want. but you just have to be careful that you eat at any given point more of the good food and less of the bad food now we've sorted out the diet part of it again if you have any doubts about what you've heard so far you can write to us at podcast@quint.com and we are happy to clear your doubts or you can even tweet to me at vishnu says what on twitter on to the next part exercise my brother picked weights and the gym So can you tell our listeners a little bit about the exercise that you were doing? I recognized early on that uh, working out is a small part of losing weight so controlling food is the big part. So my workout is designed in such a way that it's sustainable, it's moderate and I can do it for a long time. It's not an intense workout where uh, I mean as much as intense workouts are very effective and they make you healthy. my workout is not very intense uh, it's just something which i can do forever like for life and uh, not just work out for 5 days and then be like oh this is too much this is too painful i can't do it anymore so uh, right now what i'm doing is i hit the gym twice a day uh, sorry twice a week uh, as in hit the gym meaning i lift weights twice a week where uh, i just do compound lifts where i'm hitting all my major muscle groups so the idea behind this is see right now i'm still in a weight loss phase so what i want to do is just avoid muscle loss because you know it's important to maintain that muscle although i don't have that much muscle 
so i hit the gym twice a week i lift weights twice a week and uh, on the other days i swim on one day and then i just uh, i do a core workout on one day that is a variation of planks so i think if you just uh, search on youtube for an extreme plank workout uh, that's what i do i mean even though it sounds extreme it's not really that extreme um, so i do that on one day uh, enough reps to or enough sets to you know keep my heart pumping and on the other days i am on the elliptical or i go for a walk and all these things are very very sustainable uh, and have one goal at the moment as much as losing weight and gain uh, gaining muscle is possible for most people we are overweight and we've got that way because we're lazy so better to stick to something long term sustainable make a life long change yeah he likes gymming i like swimming so i started swimming i got myself a membership in a pool near work and now two to four times a week i go swimming it's cold but it's something i enjoy and it's important that you make exercise something that you enjoy and i'm sure you guys have your own personal preferences for what kind of physical activity you enjoy so pick something you like pick something that is a little bit intense but not too much that you can't do it regularly and do that is it important to have a routine that's easy to go back to of course same with food with exercise it works with everything unless a diet is sustainable unless a diet is see if you're a breakfast person you always are hungry early in the morning and if you decide to go on an, an indefinite intermittent fasting thing where you starting eating at 12 it's not going to work it's as simple as that so you need to understand what is what are your strengths and you need to play up those strengths rather than try to curb them down you know so having a set routine whether it is for diet or for exercise again exercise for example if i have a gregarious person sitting in front of me who is a social animal and i tell that person go do yoga it's not going to work that person will do it because i'm saying so for maybe max two times and at that time also will be fidgeting and mind won't be in it it won't really work so you need to understand your exercise personality as well what kind of a person you are what kind of exercise works for you so that you can actually really enjoy doing that tailor your health plan to your needs and you know your needs best so you will be your best dietitian uh, i kept talking about diet so what i'm doing right now uh, two things two changes which i made to my diet a is uh, i created the habit of not eating anything post 6 6:30 because you know weight loss is possible but uh, losing weight long term is also avoiding weight gain and i think everybody can relate to this that most of their weight gain happens because they binge at night they eat at night so i just stopped eating pa- uh, beyond 6 pm so i don't eat anything from 6 pm to 8 am uh, which was difficult in the starting but it's all about habits weight loss is never about will power and the second thing is restricting my calories so i eat uh, around let's say 1800 17 to 1800 calories a day fine now you have the answers to why you need to do this how you can do it and you hopefully understand why you slipped up on your diet now what happens if you're doing all this but something beyond your control stops you from your health journey And by the way this will happen life isn't all smooth sailing and neither is a fitness regimen 
Kavita was telling me, life will get in the way. And that's okay. It's normal. It's alright. I slip up many times. I stretch my cheat days beyond one day and end up binging on my restricted food. And I end up being really self-critical and treating myself badly because of it. Accept it that setbacks are bound to happen. They will happen. It's life after all, right? Life gets in the way everywhere. So it'll get in the way in your track, uh, your health uh, track as well, right? So the fact is, don't let anything stress you out further. You know, my biggest problem is that when I see somebody uh, going for a cheat meal or just losing it out during a party or a vacation, I'm like, it's okay. You did it. You enjoy it. There's no point in feeling guilty about it. That those extra calories will not harm you as much as those stress hormones which will, you know, really uh, play up because of your guilt which will harm. The stress hormones will make sure that what you whatever extra you eating gets converted into fat and gets deposited in your body. So might as well just if you having and all out just enjoy that thing there are ways to cover right so you don't really have to worry but that said if a setback does happen it can get a little difficult it's not easy to get back on track i i have a very simple formula i mean that's what i teach everybody make a vision board when you want to go back again to healthy way of eating list it could be a simple diary or if you're more of a Chog, you know, blackboard kind of a person that you could just make a blackboard and put some maybe pictures there or, you know, stuff which if you're more of a visual person that you could use a blackboard or you could just take a simple diary and jot down your vision for how you want to do it the second time round. The mistakes that you don't want to repeat, the mistakes which you probably made, you know, the ones that you can pinpoint and then just jot them down. Seeing things in black and white will help you plan better. In that same diary or in, on that blackboard, you could maybe list out your cravings. What are the foods that you crave, which actually made you, you know, go, fall off the track? Is it salty foods? Is it uh, sweets? You know, because then you would know your problem foods. Third, your emotional triggers. You would really need to figure out what triggers that all-out eating, gluttonous meal that you go for sometimes, or is it like when you go for the movies? You know, even something as small as that, that when you go for the movies, you end up having like a big bag of popcorn and you maybe come out of the movie and then again eat. So you identify those danger areas. It gets registered and reinforced in your brain that these are the mistakes I've been making and then you stay a little more aware of them. They, you, they might still happen, but might not happen that much. And that's pretty much it. It is that simple. Understand your needs Identify your problem areas, make a plan and maybe a vision board like Kavita said and stick to the plan. And remember, setbacks, hurdles, pitfalls are all a part of growth. When you trip up and you will trip up, it's okay. Stop, rest if you have to and get back on your feet. Because like Kavita was saying, it's a journey, it's a path, it's not a destination. Which is the advice I'm going to leave you with today. And I will see you again on the next episode of Vishnu Ki Secret Life. You can subscribe to the Quince Podcast channel on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Geo7, Spotify, Radio.com, Deezer, Castbox, Alexa and most other platforms if you're on right now. Contribute to us and keep journalism free and independent. <laughs>